Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady back. It's Simona Magiante Papadopoulos. She's a good friend. She's a lawyer. She speaks five languages. She's an actress, an interviewer. She does everything and then some. I, Simona, I don't have time to say everything that you do, but I'm so glad to see you again. How are you? Hi, Joe. Thanks so much for having me. Always for this very flattering introduction. <laughs> well, well, the introduction is true. I mean, I, I you can't make it up. You, you've got all these things going for you. And, and I love talking to you because you always seem to know what's going on. I want to start with this relationship between Russia and China, and I think it might have been on my show, but you, you seem to predict, I think when we left Afghanistan, yes. that Russia and China, and then of course with Ukraine, that they were going to somehow come together. It is not good for the West, for Russia and China to be friends, is it? Absolutely not, Joe. You said it perfectly. Uh, over a year ago, I came on your show uh, talking about this Ukraine-Russian uh, conflict, and I predicted that. Uh, all the measures uh, put in place by the West, uh, so starting from the United States and following European uh, Union countries, member of European Union countries, uh, were going to backfire on us. Uh, everybody uh, attacked me, uh, saying that I was uh, sympathizing with Russia, which was an absolute lie. Right. I condemned war, and I did condemn war since day one. But uh, uh, at the geopolitical level, it was really predictable that Putin was going to create a new partnership, which was not only a, an economical uh, business partnership with China, but now it's becoming also a war alliance. I don't know uh, if you uh, get the news, uh, your audience know that uh, China has been approved uh, sending weapons to Russia to fight its war in Ukraine. Wow. Now, while we thought that uh, it was the world against Russia and we tried to isolate Russia from the geopolitical map, we neglected that uh, this scenario was uh, mostly unlikely and that uh, we were heading toward uh, what I believe is gonna happen very soon. It's the World War Three. So back on time when I came on your show, fresh out of my documentary in Ukraine, where I had the chance of uh, uh, deepen and study the dynamic of uh, uh, modern Ukraine and uh, Joe Biden interference in those dynamics. I knew since that moment that uh, this was the war of Russia, United States against Russia in the European continent. And that's why I even blame more European leaders for following the lead of United States in this matter. Uh, because we imported problems that didn't belong to us for reasons that uh, have nothing to do with us. I'm, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that. Let me stop you for a second. It's Simona Magiante Papadopoulos, a great expert on what's happening overseas. You did predict this, and it's coming true, unfortunately. But I want to ask you about the European countries specifically. We're not hearing much of anything from Germany, which is the big power, you know, from the UK. They're not really saying anything when it comes to these trade wars, when it's coming to what's happening in Ukraine. They say they want Russia to stop. 
up. They say they're on Ukraine's side. But at the same time, when that pipeline was blown up, the Nord Stream 2, when they blew up that pipeline, and we might have actually done it. You don't know who did it, but it wasn't Russia. That harmed that harmed Europe. And they got very, very quiet after that happened. What are you hearing from Italy, from Germany, from the UK? What are you hearing from Spain when it comes to their thoughts about what's happening in Ukraine and how much force we're putting into that? I hear a lot of uh, uh, ignorance and uh, blind uh, um, submission to whatever decision from the United States are. Nevertheless, uh, Joe Biden is not a respected leader in Europe anymore at this point. But we have to justify with the European people uh, those uh, decisions that affected uh, uh, Italians, Spanish, French and German people much more than people here in America. Don't forget Russia is one of our biggest economic partners. We import not only gas and oil, but also wheat from Ukraine and Russia as well. So we uh, were affected uh, enormously. Our economy suffered a lot. And uh, our leaders now have to justify uh, the situation. And so they avoid completely making an assessment of responsibilities. And that's pretty scary. We got close to a point of no return in which we are going to face uh, dramatic uh, consequences for these poor choices that, again, started here for a war against Russia that we're fighting in Ukraine, uh, involving all European Union countries. Well, well, you're right. Uh, We are fighting the war. In fact, Tucker Carlson last night had some information that proves we're literally fighting, like our soldiers are in Ukraine fighting against Russia, and we didn't know about that. This leak from the Pentagon says that's what was going on. What's interesting to me in the whole dynamic is Europe, I think, is being quiet because you're not sure what side to take yet. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think that Europe would very easily go off the U.S. dollar and start using the Chinese yuan um, if it could because they don't trust Joe Biden. When, When Trump was in office, and tell me what you think about this. When Trump was in office, he used very, very good leverage in trade with China, and it worked. He used very, very good leverage with Russia, and it worked. Russia went in um uh, to ukraine i believe mostly because of our sanctions against russia and, and russia said well then why would we stop you're going to sanction us we're just going to go in does that what do you think about all that trump did it right biden's doing it wrong absolutely actually this is a uh, another point i've been making uh, during my political campaign in italy i was actually stressing the attention of european citizens about the catastrophic uh, uh presidency of joe biden which actually affects our continent directly and people neglect it to understand that joe biden uh presidency gave us uh, economic recession and war in our continent while uh, Donald Trump has implemented the most anti-Russia policies during his presidency, still protecting American economies, still putting America first. And that's what I wish our own leader would emulate instead than following uh, blindly whatever American interest is the point until they will realize that it's not convenient anymore that we are basically going starving and then we will embrace probably Chinese coin as well, currency as well. So this uh, entire situation which is collapsing and going to backfire on us, it's all caused by Joe Biden. When I stress that Joe Biden is a dangerous president, it's not only for what is happening here in America, but for the repercussion that his presidency had in Europe. And uh, uh, that's uh, been like a, a global disaster. No, I, I agree with you. I think you're you're absolutely spot on with that. It's Simona Magionte Papadopoulos. Go and follow her, Simona Magionte, over on Instagram. She's a great follow there. Also a fashion designer. You can see some of the designs there. Um, let me ask you about Italy specifically. You're from Italy. In fact, not far from where my grandfather's from. Um, 
you know people in the government there. You you talk to people there all the time. Your parents are still there. What is Italy saying about this situation? They're all right there. I think Europe should be so much more eng- engaged and involved in dealing with Russia and Ukraine than we are. We're so far away. The fact that we're even involved is very strange to me. So what does Italy think about all this? Italy is growing in power. Italy is growing in conservatism, which is really good. What do they think? We have a great leader, Giorgia Meloni, who unfortunately, uh, she, uh, she she's showing a kind of uh, a lack of uh, full awareness when it comes to the conflict with Ukraine and people are starting right now slowly to rebel. They uh, actually have seen uh, their uh, economy struggling because of the sanction to Russia were right. completely pointless. And as uh, we have seen that they didn't help stop uh, putting a stop to the war. They just uh, helped escalating a war that should have uh, uh, been smoothed uh, in a, a completely different way. Uh, but our leader, unfortunately, is still implementing those policies that uh, seem pretty popular uh, right now uh, in the in European Union level, because uh, don't forget, we are still a part of the European Union. So even though our uh, leadership is uh, is a great example right now of uh, successful uh, conservatorism, uh, we uh, still have to uh, respond to the European Union leaders. And in this extent, we are still aligned with these uh, crazy policies that want to send money to Ukraine, they want to send weapons to Ukraine, and they want to implement sanctions to Russia. Though, as I said, that this has uh, had a terrible repercussion on uh, Italian people in particular. So uh, from the people point of view, I'm telling you from my family too, or from my friends or people in the government, they're all fully aware about the catastrophes that is uh, happening right now. And they really know too that it's not timely. It's not possible to step back. We yeah. all wish that Donald Trump was still in power because, uh, you know, by matter of fact, we have peace in the world at the time, at least yeah. as regards to our continent. Well, he, he he brought peace because he brought peace through strength. They were afraid of him. I mean, Russia, I mean, China, I mean, Iran. They were all afraid of Donald Trump because what he might do. Um, at the same time, he's a very smart businessman, and he told the EU, you can't buy natural gas and, 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 other, and liquefied natural gas from Russia when we're protecting you from Russia. You've got to buy it from us. He was a very smart businessman. Now, Joe Biden gets an Air Force One, brings his son Hunter for some reason, goes to, to Ireland, and makes a fool out of us. What do the people in Europe, I'm sure you've talked to some people about this, what do they think about Joe Biden when he shows up in Europe? I mean, the guy's an absolute mess. I had 12 sound bites and video pieces yesterday just of him screwing it up yesterday in Ireland. What do they think about him there? Well, uh, people think is uh, is a joke. Just uh, I'm not diplomatic right now, but really there is a huge mockery going on concerning uh, an institutional figure like the president of the United States of America that has been always highly respected by every European. But Joe Biden is just uh, everybody circulate little stories about him, uh, pointing out that his old behavior. And I'm not blaming him for his age. I'm blaming him for being in his place yes. at his age. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's time to step back. And uh, even the fact that he's probably uh, uh, thinking about a potential new run, this is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, European people see a team like an exit, uh, uh, exiting president. Even the Democrats in Europe uh, make fun of him, which is pretty sad. Well, it is. It certainly is. And his uh, his trip to Ireland has been just an absolute mess. And again, I don't know why Hunter Biden gets to go. He's a horrible guy. But I know that he also went to the Vatican. And I want to be very careful about how we talk about this. But when he was there... There was a story for about a minute that suggested that he was incontinent and lost his his stuff when he was in the Vatican with the Pope, and then it went away. Like, the American media made that story go away in two seconds. 
You're from there. Yeah. Well, what do you what, what, what do you know happened? And I know who's a personal witness of this. Um, you, you have to be episode. you have to be careful though how we talk about it. Just go ahead. Uh, I'll I'll try to be as diplomatic okay. as I can, but uh, definitely, uh, let's say he delivered the worst of him at the Vatican. Wow. That's the present he gave uh, to us, and uh, that was pretty funny because uh, you know it's it's uh, his wife uh, at the same time was claiming uh, to be Italian to distract a little bit the attention from this incident, and wow. uh, nobody really perceives her as Italian. You know, it's kind of a you know, Another weird thing. I know it's just like I, yeah. I know that her uh, her maiden name is Italian, but I don't get it. I don't I don't see it either. So I, I don't feel the vibes. So <laughs> I don't know. Nobody in Italy did. So it's kind of a crazy situation. So, so you're saying and, it uh, did happen in the Vatican. Well, yes, as, as far as I mean, as I've been informed by my sources, it did happen. And uh, uh, that's how people see him. It's not a senile person who's uh, making a, even a puppet, not even in charge of his own decision, which is sad. As I, I, is. I would never blame somebody for his situation, but he shouldn't be in this position. Well, he shouldn't. Think, you know. His family shouldn't have been okay with it. The Democrats shouldn't have been okay with it. But the reality is Obama's really running things or Susan Rice yeah. is really running things. Let me ask you about, about currency specifically. And, and uh, when it comes to currency, let me ask you about the EU. The UK left the EU. They said, no more, this isn't working. The other countries are still in the EU. I'm not sure it makes any sense. Shouldn't there be borders for, for countries? Shouldn't there be the Italian lira and the French franc? Why is it all one currency? And I'm not, I'm not there. I don't see it working. So I don't know the answer. That's why I'm asking you. Is using the euro and being in something called the European Union better than being your own independent country? Well, if the European Union was a well-constructed uh, uh, unity, uh, along with many others in the world, like United States of America, and the proper functioning with its proper constitution, its proper army, again, it's very important to, yeah. make, to identify as a unity to have an army, uh, then uh, probably this would make sense. But uh, back on time, it started off as uh, uh, a space, a free space for trade agreement, and it should have stayed that way, because uh, since the uh, euro replaced our uh, national currencies, uh, we didn't recover yet from, from the inflation. Really? So that's Yes, not yet. So it's it's really like it's all numbers uh, that speaks loud for how much this experiment failed. Even when, when it comes to uh, borders, it's uh, even worse. Uh, basically, we don't have a, a common border where we can uh, basically have a common decision about how to manage immigration. We just are obliged to have migrants in, and then these migrants should be shared into different quotas in different countries, which is not going to happen because there is no way to control their migration flows in different countries of the European Union. So uh, this has stressed the UK to exit. They never took part of the uh, monetary union, so they always uh, hold to their own currency. I think the most successful a country in Europe is Switzerland because it never belonged to anything. <laughs> so well, no, and they, and they, like a, yeah, and they never take a side either. Um, no. That's very interesting. So when it comes to the money, the way I always saw it, and tell me if this is smart or stupid, but the, when you say no more lira, no more franc, no more this, no more that, no more Deutschmark, um, all of a sudden you say it's all going to be the euro. If I'm somebody who sells something in Italy, I might be harmed by that because I'm getting a certain amount of lira for my product, and now you're telling me I have to accept this number of euros because Germany says so or because France says so. That, to me, seems unfair. Am I misunderstanding it? No, no, no. It's uh, completely correct. And uh, what's written worst is that in the real beginning, in the transition from national currencies to the euro, uh, they 
forgot to set standards of conversion. Uh, so the uh, situation became exactly. reckless, and not only uh, the ones who own company and little commerces uh, were affected, mostly the pocket of uh, people who had a salary. Imagine having a salary uh, of uh, 1,000 lira, which it translated in 1,000 euro, which doesn't have the same power of uh, on the market. Right. So you have to adjust these uh, parameters without uh, having actually a scale that uh, in made sure that was going to do uh, to happen fairly and smoothly. So uh, we are talking about years and years later and they were still affected. That's why there is a sentiment of uh, exit uh, from the European Union from many uh, European countries and uh, Italy in particular. I was, I was just about to ask you that. It's Simona Maggiante Papadopoulos. Go and check out her fashion line. Go and check out her Instagram. She does a great job there. Wonderful pictures of all these clothes and, and of herself as well. Um, last question, maybe 30 seconds. And you just hit on it. Italy does want to leave. Well, yes, most of the Italian people... Is it the people of Italy or is it the government that wants to leave? Who wants to leave? Uh, the people and the, the same government now in power wanted to leave at some point, but okay. now they are renegotiating our conditional accession just to make us as independent as we can. Because uh, going back right now, even there is, a, as I said, there is a will, there is a way, uh, but uh, it would be so complicated uh, at the stage uh, we are living right now. We have other bigger fish to fry, but you know that's that's not the point. People really have this sentiment of wanting to be independent, and the current government, particularly Giorgio Meloni, a few years ago was really vocal about exiting the Italy exit. Uh, uh, exiting I, well, Europe, I think it makes Union. sense. Right now, she's just became smoother because she yeah. has to, of course, uh, uh, take in consideration different uh, um, interests. So, but she's definitely uh, making an impact. Uh, into uh, providing uh, one guarantee to the Italians uh, that will be more and more independent from the European Union as much as we can under the treaties. So monetarily and immigration-wise because of the border situation, uh, it makes sense to leave. Simona, I appreciate you coming on. Go follow her on Twitter. She's a great follow there as well. Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. Uh, and thanks a million. Come back again soon. Thank you so much, Joyce. It's always a pleasure and uh, have a great day. You Thank too. You. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Always great to have Simona on. Go check her out on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, before you hit the weekend, Polo, why don't we do a little pop culture? Boop. Dirty pop. Little something, something. What you got for me? So are you familiar with uh, country singer Kane Brown? I've heard the name. I don't. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. All right. So he was performing uh, last night, and while singing, someone threw up uh, a boot and hit him right in the crotch. Like right quote, he was singing. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. The funnier part, I guess, is that he actually signed it, and he, I guess, tossed it back to the to the crowd. Okay, well, there you go. That would be a problem. Polo, thank you. Sam, thank you. Carrie, thank you. Those of you watching and listening, thank you. See you Monday. This is the Joe Pegg Show.